the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. There are no shortage of headlines as we begin a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show on 9890 Answer. Glad to have you with us and would love to hear your perspective, whether it is on Congressional District 15 election. Have you voted today? You need to. Republican primary, Democratic primary to come up with two contenders for the November election to succeed Steve Stivers in Washington. There is another Congressional election going on in Cleveland. There, the Democratic winner of the primary will most assuredly be the winner in November. Likely, the Republican winner here will be the winner in November. Andrew Cuomo, the New York governor, is definitely under fire with President Joe Biden separating from him just moments ago, calling for the New York governor to resign in light of very, very ugly allegations Alleged, confirmed, however you want to look at the report from New York Attorney General Letitia James. We'll have the details on that for you today. But we start the show today with what is unmistakable. The vaccine vice is tightening around you if you work in healthcare in central Ohio. Mount Carmel had been on an island requiring its employees to get a vaccine. Now uh, you cannot work at a central Ohio hospital and be absolved of the requirement to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Ohio State University's Wexner Medical Center, Nationwide Children's, and the Ohio Health System. Uh, Today, following the lead of the Ohio Hospital Association, which yesterday recommended vaccines for its 245-member hospitals, today Ohio Health, Ohio State's Wexner Medical Center, and Nationwide Children's all said, yeah, got to get a vaccine or you cannot work here anymore. The deadlines uh, for those vaccine requirements vary across health systems, but you don't have an option anymore. So the uh, building furor over the Delta variant is real, whether or not the Delta variant is a real threat. Around the world, what has happened so far, it's not a guarantee that it will happen here, but what has happened so far in England and other countries that got the Delta variant before we did is that the variant takes about a month, it burns hot, it burns out quickly. Because we have vaccines, I'm sure, and because, I'll say it since no one else does, we have natural immunity from COVID-19 infection and recovery, it stands to reason that as a populace, we are more protected against hospitalizations and death from any variant of COVID-19 than we were when it first began to spread widely in March of 2020. It is very disappointing to me 
very disappointing to me that none of our local media and none of our local doctors see the need to address natural immunity produced by contracting COVID-19 and recovering. Even though, as I've shared with you before, there are at least three studies that say your natural immunities, which your body produces on its own, it doesn't need to be programmed by mRNA vaccines or by the old vaccine technology in the Johnson & Johnson vaccine to produce antibodies. It gets the virus. You deal with the symptoms. You recover. You then have natural immunities. That is what the vaccines, going back to the beginning of vaccines, have always induced your body to do. Whether it's smallpox vaccine or chickenpox vaccine or any other type of vaccine, it is all geared to give your body a small dose of whatever the virus or malady is, and your body then reacts to it. But a lot of smart people at Ohio Health, Ohio State, at Nationwide, at Mount Carmel, uh, don't include at all people who have had covid And recovered. I would assume they have the ability in these hospital systems to take your blood and analyze your blood, and they will find antibodies in there if they exist. Why they are not doing that is beyond me. And I would applaud anyone who would bring a class action suit against these hospitals to insist that they perform an antibody test before requiring someone to get a vaccine. That doesn't make me anti vax. It makes me pro-antibody, whether those antibodies are produced by vaccines or whether they are produced by your own body. And it is, um, to me, a great failure of our local media not to ask that question and of our local policymakers in the medical profession not to address said questions. The numbers on the Delta variant have Ohio resulting with 61% more cases this week than last week. I don't dispute it's more contagious. But do you notice how the ball has moved? The goalposts have shifted. Back when COVID-19 first became a thing, it was hospitalizations and deaths. Now it is infections. Now it is infections. When this began, it was presumed we would all get infected and we were going to flatten the curve. We're going to keep our hospitals from being overwhelmed. We're going to slow the spread. Somewhere along the way, we have graduated, or I don't really think it should be equated with graduating because that indicates maturity and perspective. Uh, Whatever the opposite of graduating is, we've gotten to the point where we now have adopted the idea that no one can get sick ever. No one. OSU's release says COVID-19 vaccines have been added to its non-discretionary vaccine policy. So you have to get an annual flu vaccine. You now have to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Do you have any legal recourse if the COVID-19 vaccine goes bad for you? No, you don't. If you're a nurse and you aspire to be a mother and the COVID-19 vaccine has any impact on the pregnancy that you're in the midst of or impacts your ability to get pregnant in the future, You won't be able to bring that action in court. Now, it doesn't mean that it will, but there are many reports and a lot of suspicion out there that it does impact people's ability to continue a pregnancy or to have kids. 
I think you have a very difficult choice. If you're a nurse in an Ohio hospital system and you want to be a mother, you haven't had children yet, but you want to be, do you feel confident in this vaccine? I'd love to hear from you about that. How are you going to reconcile this? Jobs are important. Providing for your family is important. But having a foreign substance injected into your body is a big decision. And I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility to say that there could be people who are smart, who are purposeful, who have perspective, who are not crazy, who still have some concerns about this vaccine. So if your employer is a system, uh, a healthcare system in the state, uh, in, in Columbus, let's confine it to Columbus area, and they're requiring you to take the vaccine, I'd be curious to know how you feel today. You probably had this foreboding sense of this is coming. Now it's here. 844-TALK-989 is our number. 844-TALK-989. Kathleen is first today. Hello, Kathleen. Thank you for calling the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi. How are you today? Very good. Very good. Good. Okay, so I was just tuned in and I was listening to what you said. Now, I think I emailed this to you a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. but just very very briefly, um, I've been in a CVID research study since March of 2020 with Wake Forest Baptist System Hospitals in Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Right. I remember your emails very well. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I lived there for a year and that's, and I came back here. So that's why they contacted me, you know, former patients just to see if they wanted to be in the study. So I said, you know, sure. I I like being in studies. Okay. So like the first six months or so, it was just your routine questions, symptoms. Have you done this? Have you worn a mask, et cetera, et cetera. And then, then October of last year, um, I got COVID. Okay. I'm a home health nurse retired part-time, whatever, Mm -hmm. and I actually contracted COVID. Okay, Uh, it was a mild case. It left some, um, like some kind of, put some other things in fast forward, like with uh, autoimmune disease I have, but the actual COVID was not horrible. I had no complications whatsoever, and I'm I'm definitely in high risk. Okay, so fast forward. I see a rheumatologist, and so about two months later, this, you know, I asked if I could have the antibodies drawn. Okay, so they ordered that. So this would have been about January of this year. And I had both. The antibody testing is the IgG and IgM. Okay, so this would have been, say, three months out from when I actually had COVID. I had both antibodies. Okay. okay? And I, I continued with the questionnaires from Wake Forest. Okay, so about April... March, March, April this year, the study changed, and they have um, linked us up with this ScanWell, which is a research um, company, and they sent us each out um, a home COVID antibody testing kit. Okay, we're to do one kit once a month um, for six six months, and uh, it's very cool. It's very cool. You just down, download so, an app and scan, scan sure. things. So what well, did anyway, it show? What did it show? What is, what's the okay. bottom line? Well, th- okay, so this is interesting because, okay, in January, following COVID, I had antibodies G and M. Okay, so for the first um, home antibody testing, I only had one, okay? The, I think it was the IgM was gone, and then in May... Um, I don't have any antibodies, and it's you know consistently been I don't have any antibodies. Plus, I had the vaccine Moderna, February uh, first dose, March second dose. 
So okay, your vaccines so one, from your your antibodies from the Moderna vaccine were a couple months in in duration. That's the upshot of your. No, I didn't. I didn't have any. <laughs> I had it post COVID. That that's what I'm saying. Uh, two months out from having the actual virus, I did have both IgG and IgM. Okay. Then when I started in this home antibody testing through you know a big hospital system research study, um, I had the Moderna February and March, and the first home antibody testing and subsequent that I've done since um, April, I don't have any antibodies. I never had any antibodies Hmm. from the vaccine. So I actually was able to briefly talk to one of the researchers at the hospital and, you know, it's like, okay, what is, you know, what's up? And they said, oh, don't worry too much. (laughs) This is what they said. Don't worry too much about it. We don't really know what any of this means right now. So that wow. is just my um, that's my own personal experience. Well, Kathleen, thank you for that perspective. I appreciate it very much. We'd love to hear more from the rest of you who have had the same kind of experiences and uh, you know how you feel about these mandates now coming from Ohio Health, from Nationwide Children's, from the Wexner Medical Center. It's a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show. It would be my pleasure to have you join the Bruce Hooley Show today, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. We're reacting to the tightening vice of vaccine mandates among Ohio's major hospitals, the Columbus area, of course. You have no option now. You have no option. Mount Carmel, got to get it. Ohio Health, Nationwide Children's, Wexner Medical Center announced today you have to get it. Are you hesitant enough to look for work elsewhere this will pass do you fear a future stain on your record oh we wouldn't take a they wouldn't take a vaccine don't hire them back uh this affects a lot of you i'd be curious to know how you feel about it 844-TALK-989-844-TALK-989 talk lane in blacklick next on the bruce Hooley show hello lane hi hi thanks for calling thanks so uh when i first heard this today in the middle of my shift um it came to mind that they just passed House Bill 244, mm-hmm. so which I believe states that, and DeWine signed it, that you may not mandate a vaccine, an unapproved FDA experimental vaccine, to any public schools or universities, of which OSU Medical Center falls under that. So that goes into effect <laughs> October 31st. Correct. We're being mandated to have it by October 15th. (laughs) So my question is, how come it's not okay October 31st, but two weeks before that is fine? Well, I think that is a question that you would have a very good legal standing on uh, because that does seem something the court would want to address. Uh, This uh, House Bill 244 has a 90-day lag time from the time it's signed before it goes into effect. Governor DeWine could do you a favor by enacting it by executive order, but I don't know if he's willing to do that. As I said before, when he signed it, it felt to me like he didn't really have much of a commitment to it because he noted that schools could still start the school year with mask mandates uh, because, you know, uh, this hasn't gone into effect yet. But I think you have a very good case. What's your inclination right now? This is this sounds like it's going to be a tough call for you. Well, it's not a tough call. I'll live on the street in a cardboard box before I get this injection. I'm treating patients 
who have side effects from this, a rare disease that I used to see two or three of them a year. Now I'm seeing two or three a week. Hmm, wow. What kind of side effects so, are you seeing? I'm, the particular one is Pfizer, um, where it is flaring uh, a rare, rare cutaneous autoimmune diseases. Give me that in uh, terms I can understand. <laughs> so an autoimmune disease, when your body basically attacks yourself, this, this particular autoimmune disease attacks the skin, causes rashes, boils. It just depends on which one it is and how it presents itself. Okay. So uh, I, I encourage these patients to go to the VARES and report it. They seem oddly hesitant. It's very strange. And VARES is where they go to report the side effects of the vaccines, correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Have you asked any of your administrators at the hospital? The bill uh, precludes discrimination against anyone who does not have a vaccine. Basically, it precludes people who have not been vaccinated from being treated differently than people who have been vaccinated. It covers, as you said, higher education, meaning colleges and universities. But there's some degree of, I mean, I... Are they trying to tell you that it does not apply to hospital systems? I'm not real sure because we got the email in the middle of my sh- – I see 50 patients a day. Mm-hmm. I could really hardly concentrate on exactly what I was saying. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, um, so, so for where the flu shot is concerned, mm-hmm. you had the option every year if you don't want – the flu vaccine, you just wear a mask for flu season. Right. That is, by the way, go ahead. That is something that uh, I believe Ohio health people are being given an option uh, to do, to wear a mask, even though it says they have to get the vaccine. I've been told by somebody in the Ohio health system, they can wear a mask and be excluded. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll go work for them. But... (laughs) I would I, I would uh, encourage you to look into that. Thank you, Lane, for your perspective, for listening to the show, and uh, God bless you for what you do taking care of people. Um, you're making a difference, and uh, you're serving others, and that's awesome. So thank you very much. Uh, Brian in Columbus patiently has held on. Brian, thanks for your perspective. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hello, how are you today? Good. I, I don't understand, as healthcare professionals, um, they the cases that the last person was talking about, it was for those people who had the Moderna vaccine, now she's absolutely right. Um, these types of things have, are cropping up, but they're not serious things. And they told you, us rather, that certain vaccines may affect people with certain side effects differently. But the side effects that she's talking about are not, I said they're not, they're certainly not life-threatening, they're inconvenient, they're kind of weird, but there's nothing at all spooky or secretive about it. But I think, having said all that, there's no reason why a person, as a health care provider, would want to push back on a, a mandate or trying to actually say that uh, I don't, I don't want to take it. I shouldn't have to take it. I shouldn't be made to take it. I don't understand the pushback. And I don't understand why people, I guess, of your mind, 
upset or why you you're you're not an anti-vaxxer, I don't think. No. But these types of forums when you're saying, well, we just think people should think. Those, well, those are, I'll give you my perspective things, but... on it. You're, you're welcome to hang on through the break if you want to. I'll give you my perspective on it is that why would I take a vaccine designed to make my body produce antibodies that I've been told by my doctor from a blood test that I already have? Particularly when I know anecdotal stories, I'll admit, of people who have had serious consequences after taking the vaccine, including death. 